And when I sat with that, it really made it very clear to me how much I was allowing the enemies, allowing the enemy to work over my mind. And even in some cases, it made me realize that the enemy didn't even need to be working on my mind because I was causing my own suffering myself. Welcome to the Comeback Experience Podcast. I am your host, Riley June, Master Life Coach and Behavioral Therapist. I am here to help you conquer your fears, hardships, and painful past in the name of Jesus through prayer, taking radical responsibility over your life, and scriptural encouragement. You can expect to say goodbye to your anxieties and step into your comeback season starting today. It's not about making sure you're ready. It's about one degree shifts at a time, day by day. It's time to rise into your purpose-filled, Holy Spirit-led life now. Let's dive in. Hello, love, and welcome to another session. Today, we're going to be diving in how you can identify the enemy in your life and face it head on. One thing that I've really witnessed in my clients that's become very prevalent to why we shy away or hide away from improving ourselves, improving our lives, being a better servant as a mom, as a wife, as a human being in this world, even to serve ourselves, right? To to take the showers we need to take, to eat the better food we need to eat, to do the exercises, even that's taking the kids for a walk around the block so that we can naturally improve our mood balancing hormones, our dopamine, our happy hormones, even just doing these things, I find that it's pretty consistent across the board that these survivalistic mechanisms, the societal conditionings, the inner child programming is so heavily ingrained within us that even when deciding to, desiring to, or devoting your time to walking with Christ, we will revert back to our own ways, our habitual ways of, I've got to figure this out. I've got to do better. I've got to, you know, attempt to shame myself into showing up for my morning workout at five in the morning or getting up early or eating better. Oh, I I keep eating terribly. I, I stopped communicating my feelings or I'm not asking for the things that I want, right? The oftentimes what I'm finding is that We revert to our old ways simply because we are not practicing praying. We are not practicing our faith. We are not reading the word. So we're not actually allowing the space for that supplementation of the Holy Spirit to come in, to take over, to heal our anxiety, to alleviate our anxiety. And so we're stuck in these survivalistic patterns of fight and flight because, well, it's just simply what we've grown up to learn and know. But I don't believe this has to be the story in case for anyone and everyone. In fact, in myself, the things that I've really come to find is that in the daily devotion to the word, in learning to pray over my situations versus worry about my situations. And and here's what I mean by this. Someone asked me, I can't remember if it was somebody who asked me this or if I'd seen this somewhere, but I digress. It really opened up my eyes to how much I was allowing the enemy to work in my life and equally how much I was causing my own suffering in my life. 
in all things personal development, you learn about the victor versus the victim mentality. And so many of us say, well, I'm not a victim of my circumstances. I take charge of my circumstances. I do better in my circumstances. I'm accountable in my circumstances. But you actually don't realize how much you are not accountable to your circumstances until it comes to your prayer life, your faith life, your devotion in that. And here's what, so this was the thing that I came across or somebody said to me, and it was whatever you're dealing with right now, whatever circumstance you're challenged with, whatever hardship you're facing, it's not that it's not meant to be hard or that it's supposed to just instantaneously get easy, even with a prayer. But if you're not spending just as much, if not more time praying over, praying Jesus over your situation, then you are stuck in your head worrying about how to figure this out and figure that out and what's going to come next and not knowing what's going to come next and all these in-betweens of that type of mind frame, you are choosing to be a victim to your circumstances at the basis spiritually, which naturally where our spirit goes, our now mind and our emotions and our actions are going to follow. And when I sat with that, it really made it very clear to me how much I was allowing the enemies, allowing the enemy to work over my mind. And even in some cases, it made me realize that the enemy didn't even need to be working on my mind because I was causing my own suffering myself. I find it so interesting that as I work with, so I'll give you an example. So I have this wonderful client who really struggles with confidence and like confidence in themselves and confidence to do better, confidence that things will even get better. And when I'm working with her, one of the things that we often come back to is, well, how much time are you seeking outside support mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually, right? And Prayer is so important and it is so vital to our growth and the trajectory of, well, our eternal salvation. But we also get to have support in other people who are choosing to improve their lives too. And this is the difference that I found in surrounding myself with people who are of faith and those who are, well, just simply not, they're of the world, is that someone who's of faith will stop and they'll listen to you. And not only will they listen to you, but then they will ask to pray for you. Something that can, the only thing that can surpass all personal understanding, the only thing that can truly alleviate all anxiety, the only thing that can transform our hearts and our minds in any given situation, take our heads from looking down in the struggle and overwhelm of whatever it is that you're challenge with right now and it helps you to lift your head up and see things from a bigger perspective to have faith and surrender to God and a bigger plan but also to look at where you're not being accountable where you are actually locked into that victim and lack of personal accountability mindset and way of being it's the most beautiful conviction to walk with Jesus Because you finally start to release the idea that you are abandoned, that you have been neglected, that you are alone. And though many of those aspects take form in our childhood experiences, it's often why we feel the lack of confidence and conviction and clarity in our day-to-day life. But if you keep going beyond that, it is truly a disconnection from God. And that can come back in any situation and circumstance. 
if you struggle to communicate, I was struggling to communicate my feelings or my thoughts across my husband, or I was just feeling anxious about something in life or my business. And I didn't know how to communicate it properly. And so I would constantly find myself lashing out at him, whether it was the dumbest of things like, oh, you know, maybe you could help me with the dishes. But it wasn't said in like a nice inviting tone like, hey, do you think you could help me with this? It was like, hey, like you could probably step up and help with this. Or like in the grocery store, it was um, we were packing up our stuff and we had forgotten our bags because here in Canada, everything has to have these special bags now. And we had forgotten them. He His whole plan was just to load everything in the cart loosely and we'd get to the car and we had our car full of boxes. And he had, it's like, oh, well, I'll just fill up the boxes with stuff. And there wasn't any room to be just opening up boxes and filling them with groceries. And so in the moment, I just like snapped at him and I was like, what do you mean? No, we don't have room for that. Like we need to get bags. Why wouldn't you get bags? And I caught myself in the moment and I just took like a couple breaths in And I asked the lady for bags and then I turned around and I looked at him and I was like, I'm really sorry for the way that I talked to you. You didn't deserve that. For whatever reason, I just got really overwhelmed and anxious and I just want to apologize for that. And everybody around me, you could tell that the people behind me were like, whoa, like she just chewed her husband out. And this lady who's scanning our groceries is like, whoa, like she needs to calm down. And my husband like walked away because he was like, what, like, I didn't realize I was doing anything wrong. But in me taking ownership in that way, it just loosened everyone's mind and moods around what had just happened, including my own. So I didn't have to walk away feeling this deep shame and guilt about how I had just spoken to him or how people were going to perceive me. None of those things mattered because communication has been something that has for a long time, for a long time, communication is something I've always really struggled with. But in my continuation of my work and devotion and praise and prayer and supplementation with the word, Jesus has worked on my heart in a way where even though there's aspects of that that come out of me sometimes, I can often first lead with, okay, I'm just going to say something and it might not come out in the best way, but just hear me out. Give me a minute. I'll probably have to recorrect myself, but just... Like, I'm just going to go for it. And so my husband now knows to just like, okay. So he's like bracing himself. So he knows not to get triggered right away because I used to be someone who just like say things and I'd be like, oh, but that's not what I meant. So now I'm better at contexting. Okay. My brain just needs to talk and then I'm probably going to have to rephrase it. So just give me a minute. Coming into the Lord and having a way with, allowing yourself to heal and to recognize that you were never abandoned people along the way didn't teach you the importance and the value of Jesus they didn't reinforce that you didn't know better we can only do with what we know and when we know better everything starts to change but it's up to us to apply that work Just like in an exercise routine to lose 20 plus pounds in your life, you got to actually work out and eat better. Well, if you actually want to feel less anxious and you want to feel more confident, not because you're inflating or convincing yourself that you're this, you know, self-righteous person, but because you're doing things that are worthy of, you know, wow, thank you. That's amazing. Um, 
we really needed your help or your kids, they get to learn better communication tactics because you're improving. Your husband feels more loved and more safe around you and secure because you're communicating better, right? If you want these things in your life, you got to actually work for them. But within that, it requires a change of heart because if we just get on the treadmill and run for the next like six months and we lose a bunch of weight, that weight will never be long last like that weight loss will never be sustainable and long lasting because you didn't actually change your mind and your heart around getting into the position that you needed to lose weight for in the first place and I know this firsthand because I used to be into all things like bodybuilding though I never went for any form of competitions but I trained with a bodybuilder and I worked out with with a bunch of people who would do that stuff and so I was surrounding myself with people who were radically like devoted to improving their health. And I did this for six years and I looked phenomenal. But because I never worked on my mindset, because I never identified any of my trauma responses or lack of communication or truly had a faithful transformation, it was only as much as I was surrounding myself with those types of people and experiences. And once I started to have a family and Phil had everything happen with his health, I no longer was in a position where I was going to be surrounding myself with bodybuilders. And so immediately, all my things around my sustainability of my exercises fell short. And I gained back weight and I fell back into unhealthy habits and all that kind of stuff. And so now, as I've flipped the switch and I've been working on my devotion and my faith and allowing that to transform my heart, My healthy habits are something that are non-negotiable because I know how much better that I feel and how much more connected that I feel when I wake up and I do my exercises or I eat better, I feel myself with better nutrition, right? It's not this thing that I have to like shame myself into, oh, well, if you don't do this, you're going to gain weight or if you don't do this, you're not going to reach your goals. It's like my goals are inevitable because my heart is changed. And so whatever it is that you're striving for in your life for better, do this through the lens of faith and developing that relationship with Jesus and you will be transformed in it. You won't have to continuously convince yourself to do it. Now, granted, don't get me wrong. That doesn't mean I wake up every day and I'm like, yeah, I can't wait to work out today, right? But my goals are attainable because my discipline is a just a daily focused activity. And that can also be your experience too. And maybe your thing right now isn't prioritizing or focusing on your health. Maybe it is communication. But I will say that aside from prayer being the foundation of your transformation, truly your body health, your mind health, your spiritual health, your emotional health gets to be the top priority because if we just continuously do the same things and subject ourselves to the same ways of behaving and believing and responding, then all those other things that we want, the better house, the debt-free life, the better relationship, um, more patience with our kids, all this kind of stuff doesn't actually improve because then we come back to still feeling and looking and believing the same way that we did. So all that prayer and all that time in the word isn't being modeled with our behaviors towards ourselves because God doesn't say, okay, love Jesus and go out and just be the best example you could possibly think of being within within Christ. He actually speaks to us 
devoting our life in the word and allowing that transformation to start at home with us first. Example of this is the disciples when they are all standing at the Last Supper or sitting at the Last Supper and Jesus announces that one of them will betray him and they all go around the table and instead of saying, is it him? Is it him? Is it them? Who's going to do it? They go, is it I? Is it me? Will I betray you? All except Judah, the one who betrays him, who says, I won't do that to you. Right. And I think that this is such a powerful example of just personal leadership, because when Christ is working in us, we are more accountable to the way that we are showing up in the world. You can't build self-awareness and improve your life and, and improve leading a purpose led life if you're not looking at and assessing your actions and your behaviors first. And that starts with your mind and it starts with your spirit. So I hope this episode inspires you to go out and maybe spend some time in the word today. When it comes to facing the enemy in your life, the enemy is you, <laughs> right? There, there is a force out here causing a spiritual battle, battle over all of us over the world. That is undeniable. We see it every day when we take three seconds on social media or we turn on the news or we go out into public and often end up in conversations with random people. The enemy is very real, is very alive, and a spiritual battle is definitely taking place always. But the enemy that you get to conquer is really just your old identity. And I don't necessarily like phrasing it that way because I don't want it to seem like we should make who we were yesterday the enemy of our future because it's not the case. All these versions of you in the past needed to transpire so that you can become who God is willing you to become in this life. You needed to go through those lessons and have those experiences and, you know, just really go through what you've gone through. And there's nothing wrong with that. But it's not something to accept either, meaning that because you lashed out at someone for hurting you or because you, you know, broke one or many of the Ten Commandments, that we should just accept that that's okay. If we're going to be better and do better, ultimately we want to strive for the highest standard, which is the standard of holiness, which is what Jesus models for us, which is why God sent him to us. And we get to just continue to improve with that frame of mind and not sell ourselves short. So facing the enemy in your life starts with you starts with your devotion in the word starts with your prayer are you praying over your circumstance more than you are stuck in your head because if you're stuck in your head you are truly in a survivalistic state you are truly submitting to that victim mentality and oftentimes the enemy doesn't even have to work in that space because you're already creating your own suffering so I hope this episode inspires you. I'll summarize it again here. I hope this episode inspires you to take a step back, really look at how you're showing up in your life, really assess your the health of your prayer life and the health of yourself, and maybe go out and spend a little bit of time in the Word today. See how God can speak to you through you through His Word so that you can truly rise up in your comeback season and take charge in your life. All right. I love you. I can't wait to see you in the next episode. I hope you enjoyed this episode and found the faith and encouragement you needed to rise up and conquer. I'm on a mission to impact 500,000 women with this work, and I need your help to do it. 
If you could leave a five-star review and share this with a friend, I will be forever grateful. Remember, Jesus is the only name that can conquer all darkness, and it is up to you to choose him daily so that you can live a purpose-filled, Holy Spirit-led life too. Oh, 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 oh,